clubs in my life. A lot, like hundreds of Young Life clubs. This is one rowdy group. This is, this is how a Young Life club is supposed to be, if you didn't know. This is how a Young Life club is supposed to be. Hey, um, thank you for coming to Lost Canyon. And whether you know it or not, you're about to experience the best week of your life. I promise you that. Hey, uh, so my name is Ryan Adams. You call me Radams, call me Ryan, whatever you want to call me. But um, I am really glad to be here with you. I'm from Newport Beach, California. I originally actually grew up in the East Coast in Virginia. And then I made my way southwest to the great state of Texas. And then some Texas fans. And then I moved to the great state of California. So, I mean, I'm just gonna take a guess, but we, do, we, do we have anybody here from California? Great. Maybe, uh, what about, uh, you got anybody here from Wyoming? Wow. And that's awesome. Um, what about, um, what about Colorado? Awesome. Did I miss anybody? I, I don't understand. What, what about Las Vegas? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Wonderful. Well, a couple things about me. Here's a couple things about me. Listen up. A couple things about me. I. Couple things I love. I love the outdoors. So Coloradians, I love the outdoors. I love. I love. I love. And there's probably not gonna be hardly anybody in this room, but I love Redskins football. I love Redskins football. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. But I love more than all of that. I love Young Life Camp. And here's why I love Young Life Camp. Love Young Life Camp because. From the moment you walk out the bus, whether you realize it or not, this camp was built for you. I mean, everything you see, there's a reason behind why it was built. It was built for you. The cabins all face inwardly. So when guys, you're coming out of your cabin, you've got it all looking nice, you can go, oh, there's the girls way over there. Let me make my way over there. <laughs> or maybe, uh, not that you're going to go in their cabins, but you're going to, you know, you see them. Because that would be purple. And we do not like purple. Um, but I love it because we want the fastest water slides. We want the best food. We want the greenest grass. We want to have the best views at Young Life Camp because we really believe that Young Life Camp is much part of a bigger story that's going on. Whether you realize it or not, it's a way bigger story. Um, you know, you have a story, and this week, maybe if I get a chance to meet some of you guys, you guys are great, and I'd love to meet you. That's maybe the first question I ask you. Tell me about your story. Everybody has a story. Your young life leader has a story. Maybe your young life leaders told you your story, their story, a few too many times. But you may know their story. Everybody has a story. We all have stories. I have a story. Um, I, uh, let me actually introduce you. Uh, to, my wife's not here tonight, but I would love for you to, I know, 
She's, uh, yeah, so she's not here tonight. She's back home in Newport Beach, but I wanted to show you a picture. This is a picture of us at our wedding. That face is, who did I just marry? That's what that face is right there. And then um, this is a picture of us just this past March. We got to go to Rome, and this is the Colosseum right behind Rome. And I would have to introduce you to a third part of our family. It's our little dog, Sadie. But that's just part of my story. I, and, and one of my favorite parts of my story, my favorite part to tell is actually how I met my wife, Lauren. Would you like to hear how I met my wife, Lauren? Okay. So here's the deal. One weekend, one weekend, I was working at a Young Life camp, and I was actually doing the skits and the, you know, the funny guys, not anywhere close to these guys, as funny as they are, but... I mean, and let me just tell you, you've got a lot of laughs coming from these guys. These guys are great. But I was doing these skits, and um, I was with a buddy of, my, a buddy of mine, and I was single at the time. And he says, um, hey, I've got the perfect girl for you. You've got to meet her. And anybody, time, anytime someone says that, it doesn't quite live up to what it's supposed to be. But he says, I've got to, I said, okay. He goes, so here's the deal. When we come out on stage just like this, and we're kind of saying our lines and stuff, the first girl that I point to that's the girl. That's how you're going to know. So our music comes on, and we run out, and he's over here, and we run out. We're doing our little skit. And actually, I was actually dressed up as a gorilla. Um, so we're running out, and I'm kind of all gorilla-like, doing my gorilla deal, you know, you know just kind of doing that number. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, he goes, and who wants to be in the game? Is it you? And he points to Lauren. And I'm over here doing my gorilla thing, and I see him point, and then I, <laughs> I catch your eye, and then all of a sudden, I stand up a little taller, <laughs> start beating my chest a little bit, put on my best, I mean, I'm in a gorilla suit for crying out loud, I've got to do what I can do here. And then all of a sudden, I felt like we saw each other, and it was just like our eyes connected, me in this gorilla suit and her in her outfit, and it was like you could hear in the background, this magic moment. <laughs> and I felt like we had this connection. But over the weekend, I actually never got to meet her. This whole weekend, it was, we were there for 36 hours, didn't get to meet her. Three weeks later go by, three weeks go by, and I cannot get her out of my mind. I'm never, I don't even know her name. I didn't Facebook stalk her. I didn't, uh, whatever else. I mean, I didn't do any of that, but I couldn't get her. And, and I really didn't know. Only person I knew was my friend, Matt, who knew her. And um, couldn't get her in my head, though. I was like, when am I have a chance to meet this person? So um, I'm hanging out with one of my friends one day, and, I, and he actually needed a ride somewhere, so I was giving him a ride. And we're driving, and he tells me that Lauren is on his Young Life team. He's a Young Life leader. He said, young, Lauren's on my Young Life team, and we're going to the Young Life leader Christmas party. That's where I'm dropping, and that's where you're dropping me off at. So I said, hey, I've heard great things about this girl, Lauren. I'd love to meet her. And uh, he said, well, uh, maybe I can throw something together in the future, and you two just happen to show up in the big, you know, big little deal, and then maybe you guys can meet. So... Uh, I said, okay, great, that'd be awesome. So he goes to this party. 45 minutes later, he calls me. He goes, you're never going to believe this. What am I never going to believe? He goes, 
Well, Lauren's not at the Christmas party. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, that, thanks. <laughs> he goes, but Lauren called one of our other Young Life leaders just one hour ago, and guess who she was asking about? You. We've never talked to each other. I barely know her name. Three weeks later, within one hour, we call each other. Look, I mean, we're, we're calling to find out about each other. Okay? Still haven't talked to her. So we have this little thing. Moment number, that was moment number one, the little phone call thing. Moment number two, we go hang out, and we're hanging out together. And uh, at this little party, I finally get to meet her. We talked for maybe 20 minutes. I was nervous as all get out. I had changed my shirt like 45 times, <laughs> figuring out how I can make my chest look bigger, like that gorilla. And then um, we talked for 20 minutes, and she ended up leaving before I could get her phone number. Guys, never let that happen. Never. Okay? But, so my friend, same friend, was driving her back to her house to drop her off, and I called him and said, yo, did she say anything about me, anything at all? He goes, well, not really. She didn't really talk much. I mean, we were just kind of talking about young life and whatever. I said, well, could you do me a favor? I forgot to get her phone number. Could you call her and ask her for permission if you can, if, if, if she can, if you can give me her phone number? And so, yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Uh, I planned it out that way. Um, and he says this. Get ready for this, guys. He says, Hang on one second. And I could hear him moving the phone. He goes, I just got a text. It's from Lauren. Let me push read. It's an old phone. It's still coming up. Still, hang on. All right, and here's what it says. Thanks for introducing me to Ryan. Feel free to pass my number on to Ryan. Hang on, hang on. Wink, wink. Oh my. So, needless to say, I called Lauren up a couple days later. I mean, I got, guys, let me just give you some, if you ever get semicolon parentheses, semicolon parentheses, you better call. I'm telling you right now. So I called, and we went and had coffee and dinner. Our first date, we went to two different coffee shops and a place to eat dinner, and we talked for 12 hours. And we just got, I mean, we just literally just kept asking question after question after question. When I was younger and I was kind of going, who's going to be the girl of my dreams? I would always ask people who were married, and they would always say, this, say the same phrase, which I hated. They would say this. They'd go, how are you going to know? They'll go, you know when you know. You know when you know. I was like, what does that even mean? But when I met Lauren, and I got to sit down with Lauren, and we asked each other questions, I remember walking I mean, getting on a plane the next day to go visit my parents for Christmas, and I remember writing down, I know. I know. Because when you know, you know. And here's the deal. What I want to share with you this week is something that I want you to know. I want you to know deep down, and I want you to know that you have the ability to have life like you've never imagined. it. See, tonight, I want to share with you, and this week I get to share with you what I think is the best story ever told. I just told you a story that I love telling 
I love the story of my wife and I and how we met. But there's such a better story. There's a story that's even better that blows that story out of the water. The best story ever told. And it starts with how you came into camp today. You came into a camp that was prepared for you. Well, the fact is, God has prepared a story for you. God has prepared so much for you. You know, if you just step outside and you take a look at the stars and the night sky and the grass, and I'm sure some of you came through mountains in the desert, and you came through and you maybe even saw a few animals. You see so much. God has created those things for you. And you know, the fact is, is that God starts this story off. When I was in, uh, when I was in college, my professor said, there's a couple of things you've got to have to have a really good story. In order to have a really good story, you've got to have a beginning, you've got to have an end, you've got to have a subject, you've got to have a rising action. Remember that, rising action? You've got to have conflict. And then the most important person, most important thing is you've got to have great characters. Well, God jumps into the story, his own story that he created. He's the actor, he's the director, he's the writer. He jumps in, he's the first, story, he's the first character in this story. And the first thing that he does, it says in the beginning of the Bible, it says that in the beginning God created heaven and earth, and he created it amazingly. It's very easy to believe that God has designed this earth. I mean, if you just look at the earth, you can see it just didn't kind of happen. See, order, like we see in the earth, does not come from chaos. Just like, okay, I'm just going to throw this together. Order doesn't come from chaos. There's so many things that are amazing that we can look at and go, this is an amazing design. This is the way it's designed. Take the giraffe, for instance, okay? The giraffe... It's kind of weird. It has a really long neck, awkward looking, really long tongue. Okay, this is the giraffe. When the giraffe bends down to get water, he has a really long neck, right? Blood rushes to his brain, which you would think would immediately actually make his brain explode because there's, his neck is so long that all this blood pumps into his brain as he's leaning down. Okay, but God made this little valve near the top of his neck that stops the blood. It's kind of like a sponge. It stops the blood from reaching all the way to its brain. It kind of just holds the blood there. And say the giraffe is leaning down to get a drink of water, and then he hears a lion coming. And so he's going to jump right up. And when he jumps right up, what happens? All the blood rushes down. Well, that would make him what? He'd pass out, and then he'd be lion lunch. So God made a little special thing. Nobody else has this. No other animal, you don't have this. Made another little sponge that when he gets up, it slowly releases that blood down so that he can run away. That's an amazing design. There has to be a design. I mean, if you look at birds, this is a really weird fact, but birds, any kind of bird, hatches eggs in multiples of seven. Isn't that kind of weird? Like canaries are 14. Geese are like 21, and it just keeps, I mean, this is really, that's, I mean, that's just not chaos. There has to be some design behind this. Do you know this? For you to focus on me right now, everybody look at me and you're focusing me, for you to just do what you just did, your body had to do 14 different functions. 14 different functions to do that quicker than a millisecond. That's faster than a computer can, than your mouse can move on a computer. That just doesn't happen. There's design 
And the Bible says that God has designed you, every single one of you. God's designed you specially. The Bible says that he has formed you in your mother's womb, that he knows every hair on your head. Every hair. That's a lot of hair. Some of you, there's a lot of hair. And some of you, not so much. But he knows every number of hairs that you have. One thing I didn't tell you is that this past November, Lauren gave me some really cool news. I came back from a Thanksgiving trip, and Lauren had me open this present, and we found out that actually in about five weeks, we're going to have a little baby boy. Very exciting, yes. Literally five weeks away. And I want to show you a picture. Here's Lauren Prego. And uh, that was, that was a beautiful, this is California, by the way. Great, great state to live in, by the way. Um, and then this is a picture, a profile of our little baby boy. Now, this is a profile you can see up there at 12 weeks, 12 weeks, 12 weeks. At 12 weeks, here's what you have. Here's what our little baby has at 12 weeks. He has fingernails. He has eyelids. He can suck his thumb. He has full body parts. He can kick. He can make a fist. Literally, this doesn't just happen. God has designed this. And it'd be great to see a picture, but with modern technology, they actually gave us a little video to show what it looks like when he's in Lauren's belly. And I wanted to show you this video to you. That's great. Listen, God has designed this baby. If there's a design like this, there has to be a designer. And that designer has created this story in which he has designed each of us uniquely. Every one of you are unique. And you know, it's, RJ doesn't know me. He hasn't met me yet. I know RJ, oh, we, we call him RJ. Um, he doesn't know me. He did, and uh, he doesn't know my name, but you know what? I know his name. I know that he's in there. And at some point, I'm going to be able to meet him. You may not know who God the Father is right now, but you'll know when you know. He knows your name. He knows exactly who you are. He knows why you're sitting here this moment. He knows how you got here. He knows where you came from. He knows your story better than anybody else will ever know your story. And the fact is that God wants a relationship with you. God wants a relationship with you. And the Bible says, in order to give us this relationship, in order for you to be able to see who God is, to know who God is, he has sent his son the exact image of who he is. The son of God he has sent called Jesus. And the Bible says that Jesus is the visible expression of the invisible God. You can't see God. And so God sent Jesus. Jesus is the snapshot, the picture to look at, to be able to see who God is. And this week, I'm going to give you the best snapshot that I can because the Bible has stories written all about Jesus. 
And you're probably thinking, some of you may be thinking, well, Ryan, it's easy for you to say this because like with Lauren, you know that you know. You know, you know about Lauren because you were able to sit down with her and you could hear from other people about you, about her. God sent Jesus so that you could know who he is. You want to know who God is? Maybe you've always wondered, who is God really? Who is he? Does he even care about me? Jesus is that snapshot. This week, I want you to know that you know. I want you to know that you know that there is life that you have the opportunity to live. And it's made possible through Jesus. Maybe tonight we're going to leave and you're going to go outside. We're going to have fun. And I can promise you this is going to be a great week. Even tonight, it's the night is young. But as we go out tonight, you may be get ready to... You may get ready to step outside your balcony right before you're about to go to bed and you look up and you see stars and you see the moon and you see how beautiful it is and you walk on green grass and tomorrow morning you wake up and you see the sunrise. Could it be true that there is a God and that this God wants a relationship with you? The Bible also says this. It says, his skies pour forth his speech. What that means is, if nobody else is going to say it, his skies alone will speak of how great God is. I put together a little video to show you guys. Maybe it's things that you just haven't observed in a while. But it's a little video. It's got some skies. It's got some stars. The uh, song was actually recorded by a band named Switchfoot. You've probably heard of it before. But in it, it really captures the picture of the designer. If there is design, there has to be a designer. You'll know when you know. This is Tyson. He's going to be with us all week. He's going to play a song as we watch this video.
Maybe, maybe this week, maybe this week, I'm hoping that you'll know when you know. Maybe this week, God pulls out his phone, sends you a text message, says, wink, wink. <laughs> I'm here. I want you to have life. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much that you send us little text messages through your creation and you wink at us and you let us know that you're here. Thank you that even just the stars pour forth your speech, your creation, your design. I pray that we would be able to know that we know this week, that at least that you are there, that you want a relationship with us. And thank you for sending Jesus as that snapshot for us to look at, to know that you're there, to see who you are. I love you. In your name I pray, amen. Hey, well, it's Young Life Camp, and all I can tell you is you never know what can happen. Something. <laughs>